everybody, welcome to the porch here, and uh, excited today to have Chase Spicer back with me, a little herd hour here on the porch. We'll kind of, pull, you know, uh, pop the hood on Marshall's victory over FAU and kind of go back and, and look at certain points in the game and how you kind of felt while watching it, um, and kind of how that how that kind of moves forward for Marshall. We'll kind of look and see if the herd can maybe move up in the polls, maybe they get a little help this weekend. Unfortunately, the, the cancellation of FIU... Um, that doesn't help them. They don't get a chance to get out there on the field, but there are some opportunities with some teams playing ahead of them that could lose. Um, we'll, we'll get into maybe a doomsday scenario on if Beckett weren't to play. And uh, also re- how we really loved how the herd responded to trailing in a football game for the first time. And then the backside of the program, we're going to tackle the old, the old question of a college game day going to Augusta national versus a potential trip to Huntington for a very special day for the Marshall program. And then at the very, very end, we'll kind of um, take a look ahead and see how the month of December might unfold for Marshall. A lot of questions, a lot of idle time between a potential senior day clinching of the East Division versus Charlotte and uh, the Conference USA Championship game and then a potential ball game too. So real excited to have Chase here joining me on the porch. And when you guys come back, you guys know what to do. Grab the coffee, fill style in the morning, or if it's in the evening, grab the drink. And we're going to talk. All things Marshall here on the porch. Hello there, Chase. What's up, man? How are you? Oh, doing all right, brother. Not a bad little, not a bad little day, man. Been a uh, rather hectic and a busy day in herd news, hasn't it, man? It has, man. But, I mean, like, the thing is, though, it's just, like, I kind of had a bad feeling about it anyway, about this game, like, FIU, like, coming into it. Not, like, because of, like, of us losing or anything like that, but, like, I was, like, I just saw so many cases before last week for them, and then, like, in the state of Florida, and then then they were, like, yeah, and then they were, like, yeah, it's postponed. I was, like, no shit. (laughs) You know, kind of, like, the writing was on the wall before it even happened. Now, I I mean, I was a little – I mean, they played on Friday night, got beat right. by, um, got beat by Jacksonville State, <laughs> nineteen yeah. to ten. Um, not, not, a, not a good, not not a good look. Me and you have a mutual <laughs> friend who may have been on the uh, the money line there for the uh, for the Panthers in that game. So, uh, I mean, not a good look and a tough loss not for him for look. sure. No, um, and you know they were zero and three. Um, it was going to be a you know good opportunity for Butch Davis and that program to maybe right the ship and get a big time win on their season. But right. they were also what Marshall was installed as a 23 point uh, favorite. And I think um, most people would have been smart money taking the herd. I think that steam would have continued to build up as the week went. Um, right. So, you know, an opportunity, I guess now for Marshall to kind of, re- you know, kind of um, just get better on themselves, I guess, heading into the, the stretch run in right. conference USA. And then this game with UMass, that was added to the schedule. Yeah, I mean, the game with UMass is is a nice added bonus. I mean, I know they're not great, but, you know. <laughs> I don't think not great's the word, Chase. They're, they're uh, I mean, yeah, let's, I mean, let's <laughs> give them the benefit of the doubt. They're trash, but we're just going to say not great. Um, but, you well, know. Hey, they, they lost it, 41-0 it, to Georgia Southern. Yeah. So, I mean, that it get, yeah, it gives us an extra game, which, right. I mean, but, like, this weekend, you know, there's another undefeated team that we, you know, if it if it, if it if they didn't cancel it today – 
I think it would have been a good chance for us to get to play Liberty because that Liberty's uh, off this week. Yes, it would have. That would have been fun to see. So you have that would have been five, a real. I, you know, I talked to yeah. a buddy of mine, um, CJ, who's a Liberty Liberty alum, and um, right. You know, man, that'd be a, that'd be a great bowl matchup too, potentially. Yeah, it would be, but I mean, I think like if you would have got if, if it was like you know after the game Saturday or like Sunday or something. Like I mean, FAU had players that were they had six starters out and four four reserves that were out with COVID. So, I mean, I kind of yeah. saw the writing on the walls, you know, Saturday being like, I don't think we're going to be able to play FAU, FIU next weekend, Dad. He was like, Yeah, he's like, I could. He goes, It wouldn't surprise me. And I mean, even he even he agreed. But but you know, if you came in there and you had us five and zero in in the polls, and you have five and zero Liberty, I don't think they are. But if they are, that's even better. But you know. Yeah, two five no teams squaring off in, on Saturday. I mean, that would have been perfect. That would have been fun. That would have been a fun one to uh, to see. I mean, hey, the FIU game being canceled, unfortunate for Marshall. I think would have been a, a good a good opportunity for them to kind of be showcased on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, not there weren't that many games. I think there was a Big Ten game on uh, Minnesota, yeah. Maryland. You know, rode a boat, Scotty Ma, go Gophers. Um, well, and, you, you and Minnesota's going to take that one, no, no problem. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, without, without <laughs> question, Maryland, Maryland's. Uh, whew, I mean, granted, one game in, you know, and I think they yeah, got to start yeah. playing to to his brother there a little bit. But I mean, Marshall would have been would have had an opportunity to get a little bit of a showcase there, um, and show kind of show out, right? Um, sure. You know, FIU obviously had some injuries and had the COVID, you know, test and then tracings. I mean, speaking of Liberty. They only lost by two to Liberty in their first game of the season. Granted, it was after mm-hmm. a couple postponements. And then they lost by three to Middle, who's been god-awful this year. Middle is and then you lost to Jacksonville State. They are so, terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of one of those things where, like, I don't think this is a game that Marshall would have had any problem with at all. Unfortunate no. they're not going to get to play it now. Um, but, you know, in the end, man, I mean, they, they, FIU would have had some athletes. If it's a, it's a game, if you would have – been sloppy had you not come out and been ready to play right. maybe you don't look as good and maybe that hurts your ranking maybe potentially so maybe Marshall will stand pat here at 18 and 19 in these polls mm-hmm. and there's some opportunities this weekend some teams that are playing um that are ranked ahead of the herd that very easily could lose this weekend now I don't know right. if right. Marshall's got that kind of cachet to move up in the polls without playing a game I don't know mm-hmm. how that would go um yeah, yeah. but opportunities are are there i think for marshall to move up in the polls there chase oh i mean i think so too but you know like i mean what we saw this weekend you know with indiana beating penn state going from unranked to number 11 you know the power five 17 17 17 17. well yeah yeah the power five bias is always going to be there so you know no matter what for us we're always at a, a disadvantage when it comes to the polls i mean obviously we're happy to be there but like you know it i hope you know those teams in front of us that you know, they they end up losing. We creep in there. That'd be nice. Um, but right. you know, I mean, even the undefeated year, whenever we beat Clemson with Chad Pennington and all them, you know, um, and all that, we were still number ten. You know, they they just yeah. didn't give us the benefit of the doubt because they were just like, I okay, mean, you know, from a lesser conference and yada 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 and all that and all that stuff. Which you know, it's always going to haunt you forever. I mean, unless you're Boise State, those couple times when they went and you know, um, and you know, did all what they did, but. You know, it's different nowadays. It's almost like they kind of forgot that all those teams, you know, that forgot the little guy, right? A little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, no matter what, you're always going to have teams 
in different conferences, whether it's Power Five or Group Five, that are going to be big brother, little brother. So now if you come to Conference USA, obviously, you know, there's it's Marshall is, is the big brother and everybody else is kind of following suit, except, you know, a couple other teams that are probably up in that caliber too. And, you know, and then you get to, you know, like Big Ten, it's the same thing. You're going to be ruled by Ohio State and Michigan, and then now you have some other guys coming in and all Wisconsin. that. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. That yeah, yeah, Wisconsin right. and all them. Well, and, hey, and hey Chase, so let's – I, I kind of – you know, talking about the big brother, little brother topic that you're bringing up, some some teams, though, that kind of that, that are big brothers, um, yeah. you know, in terms of in terms of where they're at, there are some teams this weekend that are ranked ahead of the herd. We're talking about that big brother matchup, Ohio State, Penn State, right? Mm-hmm. So if Penn State loses, a, a likely scenario, you think Marshall probably humps or you know kind of jumps them, vaults them up to eighteen. Right. Um, another team, Indiana. I mean, you look at Indiana moving in seventeen, like we talked about, but Rutgers sitting right there, right? Right. Um, Rutgers won a game last week. Shiano and crew maybe indiana's too pumped up maybe they lose that you can move up to 17 it's true um i mean you look at and, I, and now you're not gonna like this when i bring this one up but i think this one's a very good possibility of happening and that's the number 16th ranked kansas state wildcats coming to if you want to throw the air quotes up on it big brother um in in west virginia i think that's an opportunity for another team to lose a game right uh, to help out marshall right there i think marshall could potentially this weekend Move, move up, move up, maybe up to 16 in the polls um, without even playing on Saturday. That'd be nice. I mean, you know, we were definitely tested on Saturday with FAU. I mean, that's a that's a good team. good test though. That's a good good team, test. Though. That's a good team. Like I, you know, I was sitting there saying that to my dad, and you know, you remember Dustin, obviously. We always, yeah, yeah. You know, you're my brother's friend and your friend too. But I was yeah. talking to him, you know. The quarterback for FAU actually, you know, played for Willis May at Stoneman Douglas. Um, you know, that used to be the head coach oh, wow. at Hurricane. Yeah. So yeah, my good buddy Jordan, yeah. his dad, you know, was the coach at Stoneman Douglas. He coached um, Nick Tionti at uh, at F or at um, Stoneman Douglas, and now, and if I'm not mistaken, Tionti went somewhere before he transferred yeah. to FAU. Correct. Well, he was he <laughs> went he went to junior college first, and then he went to IU, Indiana. Right. Right. Um, I, I don't know exactly what happened there. Maybe they just maybe just decided to a lot of, go hey, ahead. A lot and of Hoosier love, man. Yeah, a lot of Hoosier well, love. Well, I mean, hey, yeah. think about it. I mean, Pen- I mean, Penix. Penix looks amazing, as good as he looks. Oh yeah. And then you've got, and then you have Peyton Ramsey, who's now the reason Northwestern's looking so good on offense. So you had a couple guys ahead of him. So I guess I can understand why he right. had to and move down and found a home at FAU. He didn't look bad. No, on Saturday he's an, he's an, athle- he's an athletic think. quarterback. He's a, he's a very yeah. athletic quarterback for what he does and you know he might he's not going to wow you with a bunch of passing yards and all that or you know and he's a, he's a good runner I mean he he definitely is going to put up some numbers in in that regard but I mean like pass wise I mean you know I mean it's tough going against Marshall's defense I don't care who oh, you are yeah. you know I mean, so, I mean he, he, he was efficient with it he he made, he made plays with his feet I mean he was 18 to 30 yeah for 148 through through one pick um you know he he kept it he kept his team in the game Against the against the pass rush that literally can pin the ears back and get to you with four like nobody's business oh, in that yeah. Marshall defense. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think honestly, Chase, you know, talking about Saturday a little bit, I was very impressed by the the skill position players that stepped up. You know, with the loss of Brock Thompson, with Willie Johnson being out, mm-hmm. and Artie Henry, Artie played Henry, himself dude, a great game. Artie and, Henry and, and, was awesome. And then Gamage as well. I mean, Gamage almost pulls down that touchdown pass as well yep. there in the end zone. Yep. 
Um, I mean, was uh, was was an eyelash away. Just had the toe on the line barely. But Artie Henry came out early and was making plays. He caught five balls for 75. Gamage six for 79. I thought it was interesting how Marshall opened up the game with a lot of screen passes, Chase. That's what I, I was thought it kind of. I was like, what in the world is going on here? I think it, it kind of loosened them up a little bit, it though. It did. It did. Um, and because FAU is stacking the box all night. I mean, yeah. and, and rightfully so. Cold game. As good as well as it's been, hey, I want to make that freshman quarterback beat me as opposed to Brandon Knox and, and Sheldon Evans. Mm-hmm. And you know what? In all reality, I, you got to give Marshall a lot of credit for the run game. It wasn't great, but it was steady. Right. And you got to give FAU a lot of credit because they kind of held down that that game a little bit. They did. The run game a little bit. And I think it allowed them to stay in the football game. And they did a good job in the red zone, too, FAU. did. I'd like oh, to see Marshall sure. be a little bit better in the red area um, in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, those the screenplays, they were they were odd at first, but then you looked with as they were stacking the box. Um, now I will say uh, that one catch that Artie Henry had where the basically the guy intercepted it, dropped it, and then Artie Henry was on the ground and caught it for the first. I was like, That's a that's a huge play. But, you know, I I've always Phenomenal play by Yeah, him. oh yeah. I've always heard this since, you know, middle school football days and all that. You know, you looked – I mean, it was 30-some minutes before game time uh, when me and Dad went in there because um, we had to pee, of course. You know what I mean? And, you, and you, <laughs> you, had, you had to pee. You can't break you, the steel too early, Yeah, man, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? you, had to get, yeah. you had to get it out of the way before you started drinking the beer. So that's what we did. Right. And then it was, right. you know, then we were set. Then we were good. So, you know, and then we got some beers and stuff and went in there and watched pregame. There's always – I will live by this and believe this in football and any sports or anything like that. FAU was in t-shirt and they're in the in the shorts or or their pad the you know the short mm-hmm. padded shorts and helmets. Marshall was in full game day and full gear like they're about ready to play right now. Yep. They were hey, they were ready you know they what were that ready is, before Chase? they were ready before the game that, even started. That is that is Doc Holiday tradition versus and, new school Willie Taggart man. And preparation is what's going to do that. And they, I mean, my God. They, Buckle up your chin strap, man. Yeah. I mean, that's how Marshall plays football. You know, yeah. I, I give FAU a lot of credit. They, they, hung they fought. Though. They did. They, they did. really did. And and they're a good team. I mean, they still got a lot of the remnants from, from what Lane Kiffin built there. And Willie Taggart's a solid coach. I thought he, he called a pretty good game to keep his team in the game. Despite how good Marshall defensively was in that football game. Um, You know, I mean, I'll I tell you one play, Chase, that I still vividly remember, and it's not early in the game, but I think it was fourth quarter when they called kind of a fake wide receiver pass, FAU did. Mm-hmm. And it was to Taggart's son, and he got the ball out on the on the edge, and there was – and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You know, you're sitting there, you're like, oh, boy, this is about to be a big play. You, you see it happening, and nothing was there, and he ran it for about eight yards. Right. And you're like, you know what? On that play, I take that. And that just shows the discipline and the – and kind of the the grit that that Marshall defense has this year mm-hmm. is, man, they're – I mean, they're, they're – they are prepared, like you said. Right. And ready to play. A play like that didn't phase them at all. And it's not like FAU had shown anything like that on film, I'd imagine. I, doubt, I, I, prior, I, I highly you know? doubt it, dude. I highly doubt it. They probably just did the, you know, shake the cobwebs off playbook, and then after that they were going to get fancy with it, which obviously we saw that. But, you know, I mean, like the thing is, you know – that that play could have turned into something, um, but it didn't, you know, obviously. But, right. you know, all, all I have to say is, you know, for that defense, 
just go ahead and give Beckett Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, it's a wrap. There's nobody <laughs> even close to him. And it, hey, and that, Chase, that's not me just being a Marshall fan and no, being cocky about it. But it, I mean, it's the, it's just the it's the damn truth. There, I mean, there's no there's nobody else. <laughs> no, I mean, and it's it's funny you you just brought up him because I was just looking kind of down through the defensive um, kind of individual stats. I mean, he has 13 tackles. One and a half tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. You know how many solo tackles he had, though, Chase? Are you talking about? In the, he only had two in the game. Back, it only had two solo yeah. tackles. Yeah, which means, but I love that. Which means he's always the second guy there. If he's not the first guy, he always follows. I, I love he always finishes, man. Up, always finishes. Cleaning up everything. Exactly. I mean, Marshall had five sacks on Saturday. Yeah, uh, they had nine TFLs. You know, and it. it they, they kept building upon themselves. Chase, I did want to ask you this, man, because, you know, we're kind of sitting here talking about Beckett. And it, 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 it reminds me of kind of – I kind of want to look into real quickly a doomsday scenario, right? Mm-hmm. What is the one – is Beckett the one guy that if somehow, some way in one of these remaining games gets called for a targeting? Let's not say it's UMass. Let's not say that it's even middle. But let's say it's against Charlotte or against um, – you know, a potential conference USA championship or a bowl game. If he goes out, does that kind of really kind of wreck the herd defense to some extent? And man, would make it really tough um, for them to continue to play the way they have against maybe a better opponent. Um, I, think, I think he's the one guy you can't lose off that defense. Right? Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I think that's definitely a possibility. You know, in that regard. I mean, I hope it doesn't happen. Obviously, but I mean, if it, right. I mean, if it does, it, obviously, it, it it's not ideal, but here's, you know, Doc has always been that guy kind of in the, I'm not saying he is this, obviously not being this coach. I'm not saying this at all, but he is kind of like Bill Belichick in a way with next man up, you know, he's, he's always been that way. So, you know, unfortunately if somebody gets hurt, which obviously sucks if that, if, if that's the case or if they get, you know, out for targeting or whatever, the, you know, he's just like, oh, I just think he's about, just like, okay, who's I, next? I, the next? The next man up part I love, Chase, but the part that scares me is that in-game suddenness mm-hmm. of losing a leader like Beckett. Oh, yeah. Because and the, reason I, the reason I think about it, I think about how WVU lost on Saturday when you lose I, Tony I, Fields, who's I kind of even, been that same type of player. Dude, I didn't even know they lost um, until I saw your thing. Like, I, I, I was not paying attention. I mean, I was at Fireside eating with Dad. And yeah. I didn't. Like they yeah. had, well, they had it on one of the TVs, and and when I looked, they were up. So I was like, okay, like I mean, they, whatever. You know, obviously I'm, you know, you know me. I'm not. I'm not a fan of them, so I'm not really going to watch as much as you know, right. maybe highlights right. or whatever. Well, but in Chase, I, I'll tell you, man. When he got called for the targeting, it was early in the. It was at the very end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They reviewed oh, it, was it in the first quarter. It, you know it, it. Oh yeah, it changed it. Changed Holy the game shit, totally. I, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was early on. So I think that's what I'm thinking. It's like, man, and, and you know, and Pitts got called out for Pitts got that you know, was, dude, that for targeting. Was the softest, bad call. That was the softest well, that, targeting thing I've ever seen. Well, yeah, but here's the thing, Chase, and that's this is the problem across the board is that in, when quarterbacks are running, mm-hmm. or when Davidson in that situation when he's diving in for the end zone, the players are attempting to still make plays, and they're not necessarily targeting in terms of i guess the definition of the rule but the spirit of the mm-hmm. rule right pitts is just going to try and keep him out of the end zone there. that's all you do i don't think he led with his i don't think he led with his head 
I didn't get a great look at that play, but it's like when if guys if it's just I saw one on Saturday with UCF Tulane, not in a critical spot, but a guy got essentially bear hugged the quarterback and they call it targeting. Yeah, officials seem to call it frequently, mm-hmm. but yet they don't. It doesn't seem like you always know. And like it's just one of those things, Chase, where I, I just that's a concern for me, a slight concern for me. If I'm Marshall, man, if I lose Beckett, do I do I have problems defensively? Sure. And I think they have enough depth to be good and not have any problems. But in some of those bigger games coming down the stretch, you know, mm-hmm. because he is so good. Oh, you know, yeah, that's, he's a game changer. But, but then again, that secondary is still awesome, and the front four is still good. So you think you can maybe could week and still find a way to come out there and win a game. Um, yeah. Chase, wouldn't you think so? I would think. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you you're cutting in and out there, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree, man. I mean, it's, he's just a game changer, so it's it's very tough to, you know, to if you did lose him, I mean, that's that's just God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I think he's the one guy on the team for Marshall that they can't afford to lose. Like, mm-hmm. I think on offense you could lose Brandon Knox because you got Sheldon Evans behind him. Sure. You look at the top two receivers aren't out there. I, I don't know about Wells. Maybe you couldn't afford to lose him. Um, you know, yeah, he threw two picks Saturday, but those two picks were one's the end of a half and one's, you know, a sudden, you know, probably shouldn't have thrown that ball. But again, trying to make a play, you have the lead, you can run that defense. It's like a punt at that spot. I don't mind that play from him. Um, so it's kind of like I think the Beckett's the one guy that Marshall would would be the toughest to replace with sure. him. Well, I mean, and then yeah. yeah, and then you can, I mean, you know, I haven't seen much on. Uh, both the backup quarterbacks, you know, God forbid if something, you know, happens to Grant Wells, you know, knock on wood, nothing does. Right, right. Um, I am, man. You know, that, you know that's that's a tough, that's a tough, that's a tough replacement. And, you know, and, and I will say this, I, you know, I really liked what Grant did on Saturday, and I think he took a little bit um, of calculated risk. And then there was a couple where I was like, ah, we better pull the pull back the ranks here, bud. You know, but I mean, he still mm-hmm. looked good doing so. Hey, I think he did. I think he what did a about good job. That? Talking about taking some risk, that play that he makes in the first quarter where he rolls out and he and he finds a way to dump that thing down to Knox, mm-hmm. and then you can just see. No, I'm gonna tell you, Chase Knox looked like a tight end running down the field. Didn't look like <laughs> yeah, a running. Yeah, he did. He, you know what I mean? He, he beat that. And, and you can just <laughs> and you can just see like the the DBs from FAU coming at him, and you're like, man, this is not going in well for these guys. Right. Collision course. It's about to be about to go down here. And um, great play, touchdown. But that was an uh, Wells is showing how kind of what he has, man. He showed it against App State. Yeah. He showed it against La Tech. He's shown it all year. Absolutely. Um, he is. I mean, you know, Saturday he throws for two fifty one, eighteen of thirty one, two touchdowns and two picks in a, in a game where the conditions weren't necessarily ideal, pristine. Yeah, they weren't ideal. You know, they weren't ideal. Yeah. I mean, he's thrown for eight touchdowns and four interceptions as a as a as a freshman. Leading his team into a five and zero record, man, he's been he's been almost more than you could even ask for at this point in time. Oh, by far. I mean, I, I mean, you know, going into this season, I mean, you you never you never knew what was going to happen. Obviously, I mean, with you know, with Isaiah Green leaving, and then you know, you have a three per, three basically a three quarterback battle of who's going to be who. You know, who's going to be the starter? And I guess you know the it way just, it came out. I mean, Grant looked far better than you know, what I expected. And I'm glad to say that I was pleasantly surprised when he stepped out there and balled out yeah. against App State and all them, you know? 
and and man, I mean, hey, it's like kind of the EKU game was as good as it was, and then the App State game, mm-hmm. we just played great, and this, and you kind of like in that game, and I don't, Chase, this is the question that I want to ask sure. here, man. Is this team five and zero, and ranked with Isaiah Green at quarterback? No, not a chance. Who? Let me, so they don't beat App State with Green at quarterback. No, that'd be our one loss, or you know, we might have had two. That's, you yeah. think? You think he would have? You think he would have made a mistake or two in that I game? I think. I think he is. I, I think. I think Wells is just smart with the ball. He's very smart, and, with and Green at, at times wasn't. You he, know. I mean, I. I think. You know, Green is definitely talented. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting. I just think sometimes he just made some poor decisions that, you know, would make, you know, costly errors turn into costly losses, you know. Um, but I think Grant is, you know, you know, the couple picks that he does have, um, you know, a couple of them were not because of the, you know, the receiver was trying to catch it, but then it was like a bang, bang play and, you know, had been – Picked off another, right. you know, off I mean, the bounce off basically, you know, and then I mean, I'll even give him, I'll even give him three when you consider one of them just a hail mary at the end of the and half. yeah, and I'm okay that, that's that, fine. You know? I mean, because it didn't, it didn't affect the play after that going into the second half. It didn't affect his play at all. I think he was just kind of like, okay, like you know, it was a fifty-fifty ball. It just so happened it didn't go my yeah. way. Shrug it off. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna ram it down your throat and score a touchdown or do whatever I have to do. You know, and that's what he did. And that's a di- that's a mm-hmm. difference between having a leader and having you know okay we have you know let's just throw out a random number here let's say we have fifty eight percent buy in and the rest is just well you know I show up on Saturdays because I enjoy football and I play in college football and you know that's it you didn't have that same camaraderie you didn't have that same you know kind of leadership they've got total buy you know. Yeah, Chase, absolutely great point. I mean, there's a total buy-in right now. Uh, I think quarantine and the way Marshall, all the steps they had to take to get to play this year, and what's starting probably back at the beginning of June, and they've been together now going on five months. And I think that's built a family uh, feel to this team and a, and a camaraderie that um, that's tough to it's tough to replicate. And it, you can definitely see that, you know, you've seen on pieces during certain games, the, the broadcast crews have talked about, you know, Marshall having that, having that, that family feel and that atmosphere amongst each other. And, and you can tell man, it's the, the sayings they say, the one team, one town, you know, rising up together. And um, it's really worked to this point in the season. Kind of diving deep, diving a little deep into the game, man. The was the extra point block though. It was like, just such a momentum uh, boost in the football game, I thought. Yeah, that yeah, I think so too. In that regard, a, I think it was be, definitely a momentum because you boost. Just, like you just had the you just had the targeting that you were not feeling. That drive, there was a couple, a questionable call for sure on a PI penalty, without doubt. Um, mm-hmm. but, and then I believe there's even another one that somebody got a little fired up. Uh, in my section, at least, calling out the back judge for. Um, and you're that like terrible. And there was a couple there was a couple calls here and there and you're like, man, this is just not going these aren't going Marshall's way right now, but they're still continuing to keep them out and then eventually they finally broke. Um they've been on the field a long, long time at that point, um, in that second quarter. But then to block that extra point, it was like, Man, this team is just gonna continue to fight and defensively not give you an inch on everything, right. even when it comes to special teams. You know? Oh, yeah. And, and it's almost like at that point when they didn't tie it, you kind of thought, okay, 
Marshall's going to get themselves something here, and they're going to continue to keep keep FAU out because besides that one drive, I mean FAU did nothing all day. Yeah, I mean, and you again, you know, there was a couple costly penalty calls that led to that touchdown. I mean, you know, it was. I mean, it was to the point where that was like almost half their drive. You know, were those those two or three costly penalties that moved moved them mm-hmm. up. You know. 10 yards, 15 yards, and, you know, another five. I mean, it's just like, like, what, what the hell is going on here? You know, like, why, why is it, you know, and it was the same thing like in the App State game when they called all those the defensive holding and then pass interference on Gilmore, and then he picked it off because he was so pissed off, you know? So, I mean, yeah, I was right, just like, right. I was like, that's the wrong thing you want to do is piss us off, and then, lo and behold, we come right around the edge, and, I mean, with a textbook, textbook block, I mean – yeah, you couldn't. I mean, you he couldn't have played that better. I mean, there's there's no way he could have played no. that snap count better. And you know, and then and then you know, having the big paw up like they did. Oh I mean, yeah, it was okay. You're like, all right, let's go. You know, and then and then Chase. I mean, obviously, FAU. Mm-hmm. You know, had a nice little visit with you at halftime, and I'm getting back in the seats. And FAU's on that drive to start the second half, and it's a pretty solid one. Good coaching, some penalties involved in that one too. Right. They picked up a fourth and a you know a fourth and five at the herd forty, and then you know Marshall bows up, gets a gets a gets a sack kind of a lot. They kind of had the the, the snap the the kind of taunty miss there, right. and then you know Marshall converged quickly on them. Then you know they were able to to stop and tackle them. They forced the field sure. goal at that point in time. Though, Marshall took had, had finally trailed in the football game for the first time all year in the third quarter with what about nine and some change to go mm-hmm. in that third quarter. Yeah. But what I loved after that was the response by Marshall. If you think about it, Chase, think about that response. You throw eight down the field, you get a PI penalty. You run the football with Evans, who was getting his first touches of the game. You get a nice little three yards, kind of soften him up. Then you go to Henry for five. You got a third and two, 17-yard Chunk run by Brendan Knox, a real nice run, and then you throw it again deep to Henry. Great throw by Wells. Great catch by sure. Henry. I mean, perfect execution, man. And just like that, you trailed for about a minute and 48 seconds. And then it was play the fight song. You know, Marshall's got the lead again. I love the response by that team being down for the first time. They didn't panic. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and and, and that's the thing that, you know, I think, you know, a little bit of, um, you know, those whispers are in Doc's ear. You know, a lot of people are saying, like, you know, if he can't get keep can't keep doing this, uh, you know, where we don't play for conference championships and this that and everything, he might, you know, might have ran his course and all that. Which, you know, he probably he probably hears that. He's that on Twitter. So, I think he's got a lot more spunk this year. I think he's calling a lot of better plays. I think, you know, it's a lot better than doing halfback draw, halfback draw, screen pass, or slant. You know he's open up. He's having Cranzy open up the playbook a little bit and turn things around and all that. But I mean, if you look after he after they scored and they went up, yep, yeah. Doc went. Doc went over there and gave, well, gave him a little chilling, but he also gave him a little motivation. Too, and then I think that turned not only the defense around after that, but I mean, you know, the offense heard him like, okay, we got to get our shit together and get, you know score yep, right here. Yep. You know, but then yep. Doc, you know, kind of got into him. They allow – they kind of open up the playbook. They throw deep a couple times on that drive. I think it was just kind of a nastiness sure. factor. They got into the O-line a little bit. Like, hey, guys, you got to find ways. And 
Knox made a big run on that play on that drive, you know. Um, oh, I'll tell, tell you what I love, and Chase. Now. I do want to say the the whole whispers on Doc. Those whispers should probably cease immediately because the guys at top. I mean, every, I guess every game you could kind oh, of yeah. be like, uh, you know. I mean, I'll he say doesn't. this. I mean, he does need to play for a conference championship there this year for sure. But he's going. No, he's going nowhere. Um, now, what I wanted to, what, what I want, yeah, really, absolutely not. And then, so mm-hmm. Jason, right after that, you score a touchdown. You get FAU off the field in a three and out, just a bang bang quick drive. You know, pass thrown away and then completion on third down. They got a quick little run. I mean, they were on the field for less than a minute. That defense was already kind of like, oh no, what's going on? And then Marshall gets right back on the football field. They get a, a face mask penalty after kind of a not after sure. a after you know a big pass play. You know you're kind of at midfield at that point off that punt. It wasn't a great punt by them, and Marshall went right onto it quickly, got it rolling. the only The only thing I didn't like about that though, man, you're really moving right, and then you get that holding call after Knox has that big run. You're getting mm-hmm. inside essentially the five yard line after the after the face mask penalty. Um, to get you down inside the 20. Um, then then you throw two passes. Right. You don't get either one of them. Granted, the gameage went on the thought you had, and then you have to settle for the field goal. Kept FAU a little bit in the football game. Would have been real nice after that to to, to come out there with a t- quick touchdown and kind of put all bed – you know, kind of put yeah, in the bed right? for, for good um, I mean, that, I think that first one – and the first one, too, um, but was – good I to mean, see they actually made the kick that time, I mean, too. Which you that was out of his range. Um, and, and that, I know, and and that's the I I I don't you which know, is yeah, which is crazy because saying. man, that's forty four I mean, yards. I don't know much like, about him. Was the I win that bad against him? Yeah, the kicking game's concern moving forward for the herd. Um, the way they like to play, the way they like to play, that DNA, you know, of running the football, taking the play action passes, you know, relying on that defense, playing field position. You have to be able to make those field goals. And the length of, of Chuchi, you know, being short on 44-yarder, I had a buddy say, my, you know, my girlfriend's pregnant. She can make it for 45. And, uh, you know, she has a leg on her now. Um, now, you know, that's a concern. Marshall's got to be better in that aspect. And uh, Rojas is not walking through that door um, anytime soon there, Chase, is he? Yeah. Lord washer. What a guy. Yep. Yeah. Good old Rojaser, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rowhouser, man. I mean, I tell you what, sure. Chase. So then, at that point, you know, you're up eight. Granted, you would have liked right. to have maybe capitalized on that fully, but then a very quick, very quick three and out for a FAU. Mm-hmm. You know, they get they get a penalty called on them to start off the drive on a little blindside block. Right. Then they don't get anything. You have a third, and you know, you get the sack on them after it was already first and twenty five. Sets them up in like a third and 30. You know, they don't get anything. And what I loved about it right after that, Marshall right. gets the ball right at the, essentially the start of the, the, you know, the fourth quarter and, and just kind of takes takes their time. A nice little non-play 60-yard right. drive took 420 off the clock. Uh, and granted, you didn't finish it fully. Right. Um, because, you know, you, you run a – you kind of got real conservative down there. Uh, when you got inside the FAU five um, with a couple runs, but 
you finished it off. You're up 20 to nine at that point. And it was just kind of that. I think at that point, Chase, it was like, okay, Marshall's got this game in hand. Right. Again, like to finish with a touchdown on one of those two drives. But you never, you didn't really necessarily yeah, for feel sure. threaten I mean, I think that's the rest of the football game. The I mean, defense we really started putting the ears back sure and uh, getting, getting but, after you know, Conti at that point. Um, I think it, you know, definitely helps with the confidence. You know, the defense is, you know, obviously who they who they are. So, I mean, the offense is always, you know, if they happen to just, you know, maybe get three rather than six, um, you know, they're going to they're going to have all the trust and confidence in the defense. Now, what I will say is I'm glad they took their time because, you know, what we saw on Sunday with, with the Dirty Bird Atlanta Falcons, they scored too quickly, and then they end up losing. And, you know, that's something that, you know, is always going to stick in your mind because, you you know, it was – I mean, you know, the final score was 20-9, to 9, which, you know, sometimes might be too close for comfort for some people. For us, it was just enough, but I would like like to have seen you know more point, points on the board. Doc is totally content winning that game twenty to nine, Chase. No question. Um, and th- and there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. With the way this team plays, with the weather, the way it was that day, Doc is of that old school, you know, dandy Don Nealon mentality of, hey man, my defense is playing so well. I don't want to get in the way of them. Don't want to put them in bad positions. He's got a freshman quarterback. I understand it. Um, and, I, you know, I wouldn't be shocked to see Marshall win another game or two potentially in a little bit of that type of fashion. I mean, they, they won the App State game 17-7. They won this game 20-9. And you walked out of Edwards Stadium both times feeling pretty content um, with the win. And Doc, like we said, Doc's content to win it that way. Uh, yeah, Chase, the, the dogs dogs went a little crazy there, brother. They went a little crazy there. Talk about so World series of events, my guy. Yeah. Oh man, there was there was a uh, chipmunk that kinda got uh, got into the fence there and um, the dogs tried to uh tried to make him pay for it. Kinda like that martial defense. They're kinda suffocating, man. They don't like anybody in their zone. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They're, I was about tough. to say that that is the most West Virginia thing I have ever heard. Hey, but it's true, man. You know what it I mean? It is. It is, so, man. It is. <laughs> hey, them, them dogs protect protect the yard now. Um, they do. So, here, so here, so here's the thing, Chase. You know, we've got three games remaining in the regular season. We right. assume, although we shouldn't assume it yet, a conference championship game. Um, UMass on the seventh. You yep. know, that's obviously a game that no one's extremely concerned with. Good for Marshall to get to play. Right. Um, the 14th, though, everybody circles this game. Every year, you know, down in Huntington, it's the plane crash, you know, anniversary game. That weekend's always a big deal. You know, the herd's going to wear black. Honor the honor the the memory of those that um that lost their lives. You know, that fateful day all the way back then, um, fifty years ago. Right. And I know a lot of people are a little disappointed because they kind of th- looked at this as an opportunity for college game day to come to town uh, for the fiftieth year anniversary. For an undefeated Marshall team, which at that point could be barreling toward the top 15, maybe higher, you never know. Um, instead, they're going to Augusta National, <laughs> the Masters. A right. uh, little cross-promotion there. A little cross-promotion. It's it's never happened in, in November ever. I get it from ESPN's perspective, man. I really do. Right. Unfortunate for Marshall that thanks – you know, like these, the thing used to be thanks Obama. Well, <laughs> this is thanks COVID, right? 
I mean, right. that's that's this is why this happens the way it happens. Um, I know a lot of people are upset about it, man. What's your feelings, Chase? I mean, I would have loved for it to, I would have loved for Marshall to have that stage, and I think they very easily could have that day because the other games were, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ann Arbor. Who knows if one of those teams would have lost before then? Probably not. And then LSU hosting Bama. LSU's not even ranked at this point in time. Very good chance they would have come to Huntington that day. Um, right. But instead, they're going to be at Augusta National, man. So kind of kind of tell me what you think about it. Uh, I mean, we've been trying for a few years now to get them to come. And a lot of times, you know, they'll retweet and say, like, a special moment, or they'll do, like, some segment on it. But, you know, like, I mean, the whole the whole spiel of it is, is, like, listen, like, you know, this is part of our school's history. It always will be. It always has been, you know, since that day. So, you know, if you just give it to us one time, just just one time, that's all we're asking. Mm-hmm. That would be monumental for not only the school, the community, but the families and everything yeah. that are, are affected by the you know, right. plane crash. Right. But, again, I see where you're coming from on that side of things with Augusta National. I mean, obviously, COVID. Um, right. You know, really no screwed, one's ever gonna... screwed, screwed it up, you know. It's... Yeah. I mean, it's, let's put it this way, Chase. You're never going to see Augusta National in November. No, never. Like, until now. You're never until, see, until now. You're, ne- you're never going to see this again. Mm-mm. And granted, this is the 50th year anniversary, which would have been a perfect opportunity. Right. On the actual day of the game to be there, not just the week of it, not just the week of it, you right. know. Right. But the actual day of the of the of the Memorial Fountain ceremony and how kind of special that is and how you could have utilized that in the show and told the story. Sure. Would have, I mean, it gives you goosebumps talking about it, you know? Um, and that would have been a, that would have been a great thing to see. That would have been a great thing to see. That's college football, right? right. Whereas this is more cross promotional, but man, have you seen that helmet though that they're pumping for Augusta national? I mean, man, it is sick, but um, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to deal with. Right. It is, it's hard to to compartmentalize, I guess. And some might say, man, people know the story of Marshall. You know, they had the they had the movie, you know, people know about it. Maybe they don't need this, but I think you're right, man. If you if you give it to them once, you know and with it being on the day of the fountain ceremony itself would have been a real nice touch to it. Yeah. I mean you could come other years, but you're not always gonna get timed up with a with a really good Marshall team, although we hope Marshall continues to be this good. And Maybe there's reason to think, at least for the next four to five years, there's no reason to think it won't continue to be very good. Right. But this could have been a really special day. It could have been, you know. And my only argument with the whole college game, they say, if you can go to bum, like, you know, bum F North Dakota State in freezing cold and snow, you can drag your ass to Huntington, West Virginia for actual memorable cause. It's not that hard. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's just – it's just like every year we just simply send them what day it is, what the game means, what it means to our community. And then, you know, they'll be like, oh, wow, this is, this is great. They'll talk about it. And then on college game day, wherever right. it's at, but they're never, they're never at ours, you know? Right. Which granted, I mean, I understand North Dakota State and all them have won national championships at, you know, FCS level. But still, if you can go up there and see, freeze your nuts off, then you can come to Huntington and do the same <laughs> thing. Right. I mean, Chase, I tell you, man, I think it's one of those things where it's going to eventually happen. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, Long overdue. 
And I'll tell you this, man. It took him a long time to come to Morgantown. Well, yeah. I and mean, I, I knew that. Too. Think about I mean, that in reality. I mean, yeah. you know, and they've only been to WVU, I believe, I believe three times. Yeah. Um, I believe three times now. And, you know, the first one wasn't until LSU back in 2010, I believe. So it's not been that long. So, I mean, Marshall's going to get their chance, man. It's going to come. Um, would have been real nice for it to have been this year, though. Okay. I mean, I would have loved it. Had middle been a little bit better, I think you had a better argument for it. Like, yeah, middle like, not like being... previous years, you know, when middle was right. actually It always good. seems like, yeah, middle's been real good at times. And, this, you know, this year middle's struggling big time. Um, and that's kind of like, uh, you know, you wish, you wish middle might've been a little better, but mm-hmm. in the end, man, it's Augusta. And that's, and I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's Georgia, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. every time you see that ad, you're just pumped to see it. Like, right. It's, it's the masters in November, man. I mean, it, it wins, it wins even, even against something as special as truly special as the 50th anniversary of the Marshall plane crash. I don't know, man, but even like, like the old saying, even the devil went down to Georgia. So I guess they're going to do the same. <laughs> I guess they are, man. T- typical, ES- are. typical ESPN. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, and you know what though? It's, it's pretty cool that how they are doing it at the matches. I will say that it is pretty, this is pretty dope. So can't really it's complain. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where like maybe in a couple, a couple days from now, Marshall nation will kind of sit back and say, Okay, it's not going to change it. Yeah, this is going to be pretty cool to watch the show from, uh, you know, from the Masters. Right. So, but so Chase, one other thing, man. Let's let's get into one other thing here, and and this is something that I've been chewing on a little bit today, especially. And I'm a little. I don't want to know your. I want to know your feelings. Sure. Charlotte here. Yep. What do you think about that game at the end of the season on Senior Day? It has me a little more concerned than it did a couple weeks ago. Right. And I really want them to lose one more game before that game, don't you? Yeah, I mean, watching them play UTEP this weekend, uh, Charlotte's Charlotte's a good team, but they have um, a lot of holes that we can expose both offensively and defensively. So um, I think they're a good team. Um, I think they are definitely a threat. I think that's probably our most challenging game coming up. But I do think we get we take care of business and we win. Um, you know that's that's the best case. But uh, you know I'm just glad it's not there because we always play like we play like garbage at Charlotte. So I mean it's just yeah that's that's the thing that's hurt us when we played them at Charlotte. Um, you know whenever Charlotte first came to the conference, I remember we went to the game at Charlotte because you know Jared was living down here already so right, right right we went to that and you know it's a it's a nice stadium but i mean dude i mean like where we went to high school has more fans hey, than they do oh what's yeah i mean now now that program is growing well um, i know i'm talking about their stadium man. i'm talking about their stadium oh but but i tell you what chase it's a nice stadium though. i love i love richardson stadium man um you know it's a nice stadium uh, for sure you, you know have a little you know have a little connection to the charlotte program too i mean kind of saw 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 a year of it, saw the initial building blocks when Lambert was still there. Mm-hmm. You know, there is that connection there oh, yeah. um, between the Marshall and Charlotte programs, too. Um, I like the Reynolds kid at quarterback. I know, though, they have – you know, I know now they're they're 2-2. Two and two. Um, They've won their last two. They Defensively, I don't think they're great by any means. No. You know, Wells, Wells, but, Wells will have a good game against them for sure. 
but they're well, and I think more than anything, I don't think they're that great against the run. Chase. They are. You know, they are. They lost. They lost by four to FAU. They lost by fifteen at App. Um, when no fans were in the stands against Appalachian State mm-hmm. back, you know, first first week of the season. Um, and then they've come out and won, you know, beat North Texas, hung up almost half a hundred. But North Texas defensively is really bad. And they gave up – they got 38 against UTEP. UTEP, they gave up 28. A tighter game, and UTEP's not necessarily a juggernaut. So, I think you're right in saying that it's it's more of a challenge than the rest of the games, but you're not necessarily worried about it. Right. Charlotte's got a game with Duke on Saturday – I'm on the road. I'll be interested to see how they play that game because there are other two games after that are Middle Tennessee State in Murfreesboro, and then they host West Kentucky. Right. So, like, if they got lucky against the herd, man, that might have Marshall looking on the outside, on the looking on the outside mm-hmm. for the Conference USA Championship game this year. When I would have never dreamed that possible, and I don't think it will happen. I don't either. Because they're coming to Huntington, and that defense is going to be ready to rock. Right. But. Man, Plus, you just you always have that little yeah. that little trepidation, man. Right. You know? And you know, and I will say this: fearing the worst, fearing the worst. I want them to get into a conference championship. Yeah, I mean, I will say this though. I mean, you know how much I freaking hate Duke anyway. But um, I mean, that Chase Rice kid's a good quarterback, but they're just—I mean, God, their team, Duke's team, football-wise, is <laughs> the garbage can of ACC. Not, the garbage can of not ACC. great. And they're not great. I think this year. Charlotte could, you know, go in there and you know punch them in the mouth. If I'm being honest with you, I think they, I, I think they could and, too. And Chase. I kind just, of actually like Charlotte plus nine and a half. To I be mean, honest. that's not me just being Conference USA biased. That's just me straight spit straight facts, bro. I mean, because that's just, I mean, that's just the way yeah. I see it. Duke football trash. Yeah. Charlotte can go in there, kick them in the mouth, and has a nice quality win on the resume, put them at three and two. But you know, then again, I mean, as as we've seen them do before, they beat a good team, and then they fall right flat on their face right after that. You know. So like you, so you're kind of thinking maybe Charlotte can kind of gear up, be ready to they, play Duke. Yeah, I, I think they, they will. beat Duke, and then they come home, and then they come back the next week mm-hmm. against or against Middle Tennessee State on the road, and aren't ready to play. And then Middle beats them, and then that ensures Marshall gets the conference championship. I love it. It Chase. could. I it, like the way your head could. I like where your head. You no, know, it could. It could be Middle Tennessee, or it could be Western Kentucky. I mean, God forbid I take that team in Bowling Green, but I mean if they. You know, if they help, if they, hey, they're bad. If buddy. they help us get, if they're they, bad. Oh, they're, yeah, they're trash. But if they help us get to that, if that I, title game, I mean, by by all means, go for it, go hey, for it, Playboy. I'm, I'm go Hilltoppers, yeah. go I, Hilltoppers. I, I never, right? I, hey, I don't say that, but I mean, go for it, Playboy. <laughs> Chase, did you see how they won against Chattanooga this weekend? Uh, no, I, I didn't. I, I mean, I knew they won. Let me, I mean, let me. Like, what? Okay, well, let's let's get into this real quick. Okay, I saw it on Bad Beats last night on Van Pelt. Western Kentucky is down the entire game. They get a fourth down to score, right? To go up 13 to 10. Right. Chattanooga returns the kickoff for a touchdown, but they had one dude that stuck his arm up in the air that they called it back on replay. It wasn't even the dude that caught the ball. And the Chattanooga coach lost his mind, let him have it. They would have beaten West Kentucky on Saturday had they not called that call. Oh. Sounds about right. Wow. Yeah. So Sounds I mean, about right. Yeah. So maybe, hopefully, Western can figure it out and uh, and find a way to beat Charlotte too. I mean, or Marshall could do the obvious thing and just beat them outright. Take yeah. it to him. I think. I think they in, would. in Huntington, I would have. They would anyway. Yeah. I mean, now, now, Chase, I, 
we don't. I mean, the Conference Championship game is going to be later on in the year, right? I mean, yeah, I think I don't. Do you have Do you have a date for that? Sometime in December, I believe, but I'm not sure. Um, Well, I mean, because if I'm not mistaken, I mean, Marshall's last game is the 21st. You now have you know a Rice game that was postponed. I don't know. Rice was back on the field. I didn't. And then they have that game where they have the quadruple the quadruple that they. Oh my lord! I mean, that was wild. I mean, you've already seen Marshall add. Like you UMass. said, add um, UMass to the schedule. So is it? I mean, maybe there's a possibility that the herd could add another game to the schedule. Like you said, potentially a Liberty, potentially a um, you know maybe a Conference USA game could FIU could get re-added to the right. schedule because I don't I don't know when that championship game is. But I mean, if you don't have a game from November the twenty fourth um, to to now or to whenever that might be. I mean, that's a long time yeah. for them to have to wait. Right. I mean, and um, we did it, you know, to play that yeah, championship I mean, we did game. it against Western Kentucky. I mean, I mean, surprisingly, we didn't come out flat. I mean, we looked really good against them. Um, but, you know, like, I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, that's a lot of time to prepare. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's a good bit, good bit of, uh, good bit of time frame there. But, I mean, I saw, like, you know, the bold projections that came out uh, the other day uh, from a couple of, like, like, Brett McMurphy and all them. And one of them had this, mm-hmm. um, I can't remember, the, it was the better, it was obviously the better bowl game against a rematch against Appalachian okay. State. And then the other one. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't love uh, that. I wouldn't love no, that. No, I mean, it, I mean it's, it's not great. I'd much rather have a better game than that. But then the other one, which was e- even more hilarious, which you're going to get a big kick out of. Was Marshall versus Coastal Carolina for the Myrtle Beach Bowl? Ooh, for the Myrtle Beach Bowl, and I said you cannot get more. You I cannot love get it. more West Virginia than that. West Huntington, West Virginia. That's, that's Myrtle awesome. Beach, baby. Hand in hand, peanut butter I love and jelly. It. Sign me, sign me up, Chase. I would drive my ass. Yeah, but, the, for that but, one. but I the promise you that you'd play at at their at their home stadium. Even yeah. better, man. Take a, I, I kind of like Coastal too, man. You know, kind of have but have Marco pull the RKO on on them instead of what happened to the to the poor Eagle there in the locker room yeah, on Saturday. Well, Coastal, man. I mean, you know? hey, that that tri- that triple option yeah. get you far, I guess. But uh, <laughs> you know, hey, now Coastal, I like that Coastal football team. That'd be a great matchup. I'd love to see a Coastal in a bowl game. I, I like playing App State. Don't get me wrong. I want to keep playing them in the regular season. I don't want to see that a second time right. in a bowl. But Coastal, now that would be fun. Um. Chase, I, man, the Conference USA Championship game is November the 8th, or excuse me, yeah. December yeah. the 18th. Yeah. December the 18th. So, Marshall, essentially, you've got the 28th, the 5th, and then the 12th, were three weeks where you can get some games mm-hmm. in there before that Conference USA right Championship on. game. I think they'll probably do so. Oh, I, I hope, hope so, so, too. I mean, like, you know, that, that weekend, whenever um, – the Charlotte UNC game happened was supposed to happen and COVID hit at UNC Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know, North Carolina had an opening to play that weekend and, you know, Marshall was off so they could have played them, which I mean, obviously that's a conflict of interest for me because, you know, I love, I love Marshall obviously, but you know, UNC too. Um, but I mean, obviously I mean, Marshall would have the, you have I mean, to know where you in yeah. football, man, you always oh, have to oh, go to her. Right? I mean, yeah. regardless, I would go with them, but yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, like, they could, that could have been an option, you know, and all that. But they then they added Western Carolina at the end of the year because then they had to end up rescheduling an ACC game there. So, well, I was like, okay. 
ACC also has to ACC also has that weird in-state yep. rule yep. for their non-conference right. games, or you have to play it in the state. So Marshall would have had to obviously get on there, which they oh, would yeah. win. We definitely would. But yeah, I, I hope I hope Marshall I hope Marshall gets a gets another game. Um, I think they'll get at least one more, probably. Um, in between the 21st and December 18th. I think one would be right. perfect if you kind of played like on December 5th. Yeah, just get like, or like reschedule something like, like have that. the Rice game rescheduled to around then or or FIU. I'd rather play FIU yeah, than I mean, Rice, man. Play FIU, well, that's you don't what I'm play saying. Rice. As long as you can get yeah. a game in there, that is more along the line. I mean, I don't I don't give a shit who we play. If it's them or Rice, I mean, we're going to take it to them, but I'm just saying like, you know, at least get a game in there because we need that, you know, prepar- I mean, not only the preparation and practice, but like game-wise, you know, so you get used to playing again and you know doing all that rather than having three weeks off and doing that all over again because that would have been six right. weeks that been six weeks of bonus well, I mean, for marshall technically yeah well you know i mean the thing about it is too like if you think about this too because i'm imagining that bowl game in myrtle beach ball is probably not long after christmas I correct think it's the 27th yeah so that weekend of christmas so you would have less time in between your bowl and your conference yeah. championship game than you would between your between your senior day and your and your conference yeah, championship I mean, game. I mean, so that's that's a crazy, oh, that's it's, a crazy it's, thought too. Like you don't see that often. It's it's kind of like the bowl season, like the bowl practice. Like Marshall would be more prepped for the conference USA championship game, like bowl preparation, than they would the <laughs> you know it'd be, it'd be yeah. flipped this year. You know, your bowl prep would be like your conference Pretty championship much. game prep. Um, that would be that'd be a great close of the season for the herd, though, if they could make get a game, maybe make up a conference game, maybe get two more games on the schedule, then play the conference title on the 18th, and then play Coastal in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Man, you guarantee that there'd be a ton of a ton of herd oh, yeah. herd of nation that got some uh, some tickets to that bowl game in their Chris uh, in their stockings uh, from Santa. Day, I'll man. tell you what, you know man. what I mean? I'm bringing two biscuits, Bud Light, and some moonshine. We're gonna make a weekend out of it. Yes, sir. I like it, man. I like it. <laughs> hey, that's that's hey, it's Myrtle, it's, that's West Virginia's beach, and there I would have been a lot work. of people there I mean, for that game. Work, for I've sure. been there that's so it. much recently. I'm basically an adopted resident there. Hey, never a bad thing to be an adopted right, resident down true, there. Man. They got all, like all them, you know, come on your time on, Myr- on Myrtle <laughs> Beach time, man. You yeah, know? <laughs> got all them golf courses down there, man. And I want to give a shout out to Chip and Laura. The the couple, Chip is the guy I played with it. Uh, Grand Dunes, the random dude, awesome dude. Uh, so last time, oh, I went, yeah. uh, last week I had uh, dinner and drinks with them. Good freaking people. So shout out to them. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, get him, get him to listen to the uh, oh, to the, the herd out here, man. Absolutely. Uh, I already, I already got, I already got hey, Chip listening to Radio Confidence. So he's 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 all he's all giddy about that. So I'll get him on this one too, man. That's that's right. That's right. Well, Chase, brother, man, always yep. good talking with you, buddy. Um. You know, and and let's let's uh you know, let's continue to uh kind of keep keep this marshal ship in the right direction, man. I just want to oh, keep seeing oh, him play. Too. You know what I mean? Like that's what's this disappointing about Friday. It's like, man, like one to see them come back out there. I'm assuming you'll be coming back in for all the uh, games in November too. Yeah, I know. You know. Uh, yeah, UMass yeah, maybe I mean, not. I, I can understand why. Not that one. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey. Just get your ESPN Plus oh, card yeah, for five dollars with your Hulu and your Netflix. Yeah, I'm not and, worried about it. So I mean, yeah, I mean, ready to rock, ready to rock. I can understand the I'm UMass game. I can half time. It's gonna be forty. You know. 
Well, hey, ho- hopefully Marshall puts it on him like that. I-, I don't know, man. For some reason, I just see that being more like a 38 to like yeah. three type game where like Marshall's just sloppy, but they just they don't ever really fully like truly blow the doors off see, him, but they yeah. win. I mean, yeah, they bludgeon yeah, they, him the they, entire they football beat, game. Like, slowly you know? but surely. But, the, but you know, like the untimely thing of like yeah. where we're going to rattle off like a 28 point third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly you just have to be patient if you're whatever that number might be right. it'd probably be pretty big i don't even know like oh man it could it could get up toward 35 oh, yeah. easily i would feel like before the before the kick Whew. yeah i don't know if i'd be i think you almost no you don't touch that you take the under because you know marshall's defense is going to keep grinding the entire game even when the backups come in they still Absolutely. play the way they did uh at times against fau but Chase, brother, it was good talking to you, buddy. All Until right, next man. time, man. All right. Take it easy. I appreciate it. Go, go, herd. Later. It was great to have Chase join me on the herd hour here, uh, and keep talking about this football team that's climbing. You know, in the top twenty in both national polls. Interesting to see when the uh, the playoff committee rankings come out here. Um, in, in about a month or so now where Marshall might be and then kind of how that how that works with them not having to compete against BYU for that group of five invite but having to compete against you know the Liberties and Cincinnati obviously is still a big hurdle the Bearcats are playing well Marshall needs a little help from them uh, but we thought man no Marshall game this week we still got to give some people a little bit of herd talk and uh, glad to have Chase here for a little herd hour on the porch um, we're looking forward to maybe having um one Mr. Randy Burnside, a former SID, joining me next week for Marshall. He was there during the Pruitt era. I uh, got to have a lot of good stories. Really excited for that. And uh, we'll probably be back with some more World Series and uh, Masters right around the corner and a whole slate of college football. And you know we're always talking Mountaineers too. Till next time, you guys take it easy. And thanks for joining me here on the porch.